No, baby, that's for somebody else. We're just gonna keep you right where you're at right now. The Wrestling Realm presents Break It Down with Brian H. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this edition of Break It Down with Brian H. I am your host, Brian H. Waters. This show, of course, is brought to you by The Wrestling Realm. If you haven't done so, make sure you have subscribed to the YouTube channel and make sure for all you podcast listeners out there, make sure you got us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it, we are there. Ladies and gentlemen, this past Friday night on SmackDown, Brock Lesnar got some retribution, folks. Finally, he was able to get his hands on Cain Velasquez the way he wanted to about 10 years ago in the ring. So we was told that we would get Lesnar and Cain face to face. Unfortunately, it didn't happen for those out there who were looking for it. Um, Brock was backstage and Cain Velasquez and Rey Mysterio was at the ring. All of a sudden, Brock appears on the Titantron. And he has Dominic in the palm of his hands. And he would beat him up really badly. That would lead to Dominic getting seen. And, you know, they was getting ready to, uh, you know, they was tending to him. All of a sudden, Kane, I mean, yeah, Kane Velasquez and Rey Mysterio would go to the back. And Brock was nowhere to be found. So while they're tending to him, boom, Brock Lesnar comes out, beats them all up. But the key part right there where he f five. Cain Velasquez on top of Rey Mysterio. I mean, on top of Dominic. Wow. Just just crazy. Um, that sets us up. The next time we will see the two of them will be at Crown Jewel this coming Thursday on Halloween. But I was listening to um, Conrad Thompson and Bruce Pritchard. And they were discussing the fact that Kane, uh, you know, that this has happened on Halloween. And they said, what, did they miss the ball right there? Could WWE have used this as a Halloween havoc? Uh, how fun would it have been? I will say, that is one of the WWE, WCW pay-per-views I wish they would have brought over. That and Fall Brawl. Well, they brought over the War Games. But just, you know, they, they, they got the Great American Bash. They eventually got Starcade. Wish they would have took Halloween Havoc. I was like, I was hoping they really got that concept. Unfortunately, they didn't. They even did Clash of the Champions, which is, you know, I think they did. It was like, you know. But I thought it would be real cool if they would have taken the Halloween Havoc concept. WWE wasn't really doing much in um, uh, October anyway. Now it's Hell in a Cell. At one point, it was No Mercy. So I thought that would have been really cool. Uh, that With the WWE production, the ideas, it would have been really neat to see what they could have done with a Halloween Havoc. But um, nonetheless, let's um moving on. I'm actually going to go right into, you know, no, I'll say that for later. Um, Moving on. Sami Zayn, Daniel Bryan. Folks, so this week, we were told that we were going to get answers from Daniel Bryan. He was going to come out there whether or not we were getting the return of the Yes Movement. Um, Everybody knows I'm a huge Daniel Bryan fan. Would be excited about the Yes Movement? Uh, I'm good either way. 
Uh, I really like the character. I really like he's how he has evolved over the years. So I don't need it necessarily, but I wouldn't be opposed to it. Um, but Sami Zayn jumped in, tried to recruit him, uh, and just told him, you know, let's, why don't you come join up with Shinsuke and I? And I thought that was interesting. These two go way back on the independence. So, but we didn't get an answer from Daniel Bryan. So as I was, you know, scouting, looking over the internet, Mark Henry said on Busted Open Radio that Daniel Bryan doesn't need to go back to that. Doesn't need that. He'll become, you know, he'll be in danger of becoming a puppet. He can pretty much control the crowd, have a palm in his hands. He's on the verge of a breakthrough where no matter what he's doing, fans are going to eat it up. Says like Austin. Austin was a baby face, but he was still pretending to shake your head, kick you in the gut, and hit a stunner. So it was a heel that got cheered. And, you know, that's what he said, like CM Punk. He would go out there, say what he wanted to say, you know, the pipe bomb and all that other stuff. So these tweeners, and this is what they said Daniel Bryan could be. So I'm interested to know, what's your take on Do you think he needs to go back to the yes movement or, uh, yes, uh, movement, or should he stay kind of that tweener? Or should he go full-fledged heel? What do you think? Make sure you drop it in the comments. Uh, tweet us at WrestleRound. Tweet me at Brian H. Waters because I want to know your thoughts. All right, now it's time for the top rope this week. Going up to the top rope. It's time for this week's top rope segment of the week. Okay, top rope this week. WWE backstage. I really love this. Um, right after SmackDown, it came on. We saw Roman Reigns in the back, you know, in the locker room, fresh after a win. But then we saw the fan, uh, Barry Corbin attack him. So, um, Roman Reigns, Team Hogan versus Team Flair at SmackDown. Roman Reigns was victorious as he, Ali, Shorty G were victorious over King Corbin, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Cesaro. Afterwards, you know, I see Corbin come out there. I mean, go backstage and attack him while he's on a live show. Just adds that realism to it. Makes it really cool. Like I said, the WWE backstage show is really good. Uh, I really enjoy that. So that's why it's on the top row. Sticking right there, they had Finn Balor on the show. As you know, Finn Balor shocked the world on Wednesday when he decided to not align himself with a Johnny Gargano or a Tommaso Ciampa instead he kicked them and with a Pele kick and then they attacked him. And one of the things he said was, you know, this is the real Finn Balor. Said so I told people to check out, you know, who he was when he was the prince. And when he's Prince Devitt, he was a heel. So I'm excited to see this in WWE. He's kinda got the cool look. Um, you know, not so much the demon stuff, but, or the happy go lucky or the ballot club, you know, it's just him. So I'm excited to see what they can do with this on NXT. Um, and he compared, he said, NXT is like Broadway where Raw and SmackDown was like Hollywood. Some people like the Hollywood movies. Some people like Broadway plays. Um, Broadway is more intimate. You can, you see the people right there. Hollywood, they're on the screen, you know, it's taped and played for, playback for later. So. I thought this was really great. I'm interested to see where they go with this. I'm excited about Finn Balor because he's somebody who I, I rooted for him. No, I didn't root for him to win the Universal Championship. Once he won it, I was excited. Okay, where does he go from there? 
you gotta remember, he defeated Roman Reigns on Raw at, during in that tournament to decide who would be the first Universal Champion at a time where Reigns was always winning. So nobody saw that coming. So it felt like they had a lot of faith. They would go with him, make him the first Universal Champion. But then he got hurt, and he never recovered. So what happens on NXT? We all know his best reign was NXT under the WWE umbrella. So only time will tell. Now it's time for my tapped out. Here's our tapped out segment of the week. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So usually there is one tapped out every week. Sometimes there's two. In this case, there are three tapped outs for the week. We're going to start with perhaps the worst one. No, it's not perhaps. It is the absolute worst of them all. Normally, something on Twitter would fall under the around the net section. However, I didn't want to put this around the net. I wanted it to be on the tapped out because it was just that bad. It's not just a discussion. It's not just something that happened. But this is something that not only affects the wrestler involved, but it affects a lot of people. Uh, and that has to do with Jordan Miles. You uh, follow him on Twitter at GoGoMiles. He posted a shirt, a brand new t-shirt. I think this may be his first one under the WWE umbrella. Now, folks may remember he was ACH. He wrestled in New Japan. He wrestled in Ring of Honor. Uh, very well known in the independent circuit. So, you know, a lot of people couldn't wait for him to get his opportunity at the WWE. Couldn't wait for him to go to the big leagues. So now he's on NXT. And he posted a shirt. Now, if you look there on your screen, you should automatically know what the issue is. And if you don't, I'm going to say, excuse your ignorance, um, because it's simply a picture of the word Jordan over top of the word mouse, the same way the top row of teeth is over the bottom row of teeth. And then there's the background to that picture is in red. The color of lips. And he posted, I will keep posting this till my voice is heard. I'm not sorry for anything I say or do. Representation is important. If this is Vince McMahon and he tagged him and Triple H and he tagged him as well. Vision in quotation marks of me. Then this is the is a slap in the face to every African American performer, fan, and supporter. I mean, it's 2019. At the beginning of the year, we were hoping and praying that we would see a black WWE champion. Especially when they went as far as tell this guy named Kofi Kingston that he wasn't good enough. In the end, we got Kofi. Not only did Kofi Kingston become WWE champion, but he had a successful reign that lasted longer than, you know, your typical WrestleMania reigns, which is usually where you get the push at WrestleMania. You see people most of the time lose it around SummerSlam. 
Kofi went a little bit longer. He went into October where he lost it to Brock Lesnar. People wasn't happy with the way he lost it. But then it seems like after that, it was like, okay, you got your shot. Here you go. Now that you guys got your champion, now we're going to do what we want to do, and we're going to go back. And this is just ridiculous. Um, you may remember a few years ago, and I'm going to remind you by putting the image on the screen, when Brodus Clay, known as the Funkasaurus, was the you know, running wild, they put a shirt and it was bro the Funkasaurus and it looked like a monkey. A lot of people didn't like this shirt. Brodus looked like a monkey. And people say, nah, nah, you know, you're tripping. If you do not know what it's like to be black in America, please spare yourself the trouble. Consider yourself blessed. And what I mean is, consider yourself blessed because... Sometimes things like this happen. It's just bad. You know, you don't know what it's like. Now, I enjoy being black in America. It's not for the weak at heart. It's not. People may think it is, but no, it's not to be joked with. Um, so to see what happens to Jordan Miles is absolutely disgusting. He went on his Twitter account and he's changed his picture to black and white. And he asks for people to stand with him by doing the same thing. Um, I got to give a shout out to at Uncle Weez. That is U-N-K-L-E-W-H-E-E-Z. Shout out to Uncle Weez for, you know, I saw it, but he asked um, the rest of the realm to discuss this. So, you know, I always say, look, if something you want me to talk about, I'm going to talk about it. And I was going to talk about this, but I had to give him a shout out, especially for being a supporter um, and, you know, to be in that voice. So, you know, I definitely appreciate you uh, listening and uh, checking us out. But this is absolutely ridiculous. This cannot happen. And I hope that if I don't, I, I don't like asking for anybody's job. So I hope that there is some sort of sensitivity training. I know somebody else will say, no, this person should get fired. That's just not just a really, really really blatant just really I mean and you know yes this is bad but you know unless you really like you know women children sexual assault something like that that's when I will do it but I'm not saying that you're wrong if you do I'm just saying that I'm not going to ask for somebody's job but I will say that I wish that the black people in the room would speak up the black people behind the scenes would speak up I know on my shoot job there are times where i say no we can't say this or i I write scripts i'll give you full disclosure i write scripts i write scripts for um you know people who are not of the same color i'm conscious to what i write i have to think about okay i'm presenting this person out there i don't want her or him to be in a situation where they're going to look bad because ultimately, I wrote it, and I would not disrespect my coworkers like that, and I would hope that they wouldn't. They would look at this. The people in marketing, the people in design, would look at this and say, "No, this just does not work." And then moving on, another tapped out. Lana and Rusev are going to instead of in the King's Court, divorce court being held by Jerry the King Lawler. Now we all know. 
from it real if anybody knows about divorce it's the king but this right here is you know it's going too far we've seen a lot of weddings on television now they're having a divorce i think it would be fine if we knew they wasn't really married uh let's say if this was crystal marshall and teddy long and they did go through and get married and then they went through divorce uh edge and vicky guerrero Lita and kane but this is getting to a point where it's like what is the payoff we all know they're more than likely rusev or bobby lashley will eliminate each other or it'll be a double count out or Rusev more than likely will be the one eliminated because he's not going to be focused on winning a match as a member of team Hogan. He is going to be focused on getting his hands on Lashley for goodness sake. They could have just made the match one-on-one, but I digress. So that's the second tapped out. And then here's the next, excuse me. Here's the third tapped out. Tyson, Fury, and Braun Strowman. We all know that Guerrero face off at Crown Jewel. However, Braun Strowman is using Drew Gulak to get Tyson Fury's attention. Why? Now, I understand for Gulak fans, this gives him an opportunity to be in a big spot. You know, a premier matchup between Braun Strowman and Tyson Fury where people, if you're Tuning in to SmackDown because you want to see Braun Strowman and you see him beating up this guy. Yeah, you might get cheers on. Um, it does give Drew Gulak an opportunity to showcase his graphic design skills when he puts together these PowerPoints. However, the guy's talented enough that I would rather see him in another spot. Uh, I just can't see me wanting to take Braun Strowman seriously in a match with the undefeated heavyweight champion of boxing, and then you have Braun Strowman beating up on a 205 live guy. To me, that absolutely makes no sense. So that's why that's this week's Tapped Out. Now, it's time to go around the net. Around the net, brought to you by B-Waters Productions. If you're out there and you need a photo shoot, you perhaps you want to get um, your big event coming up, you want it filmed, Or maybe you need a flyer produced. Or maybe you have a photo that you want, you know, to add, make it look even cooler. Contact B Waters Productions by visiting brianhwaters.com slash B Waters Productions. Or visit us on Instagram at B Waters. So on this week's Around the Net, let's see. We're going to start with Jim Ross and Seth Rollins. You may wonder, what happened, right? So... Seth Rollins was at a Comic-Con recently, and while he was at Comic-Con, he stated that, a fan asked him, Seth, what do you think about the chances of you and Kenny Omega? Rollins replied, when he's done playing in the minor leagues, then maybe he can come to the majors where I'm at, and we can have a match at WrestleMania. And... Jim Ross was um, not too fond of those comments. He went on his podcast this past week and uh, with Conrad Thompson, and he passionately replied saying that it was Bush League, said he talked to a couple of Hall of Famers, and said those Hall of Famers, which he wouldn't name, uh, but WWE Hall of Famers were very disappointed in Rollins' comments, saying, you know, that's not what you do in this business. No need to put someone else down, especially this guy's working hard each and every week. So, 
Um, you know, Rollins would, um, you know, JR was not fond of that, especially uh, with Kenny Omega. Now, I know a lot of people out there, including my brother, the real Dwayne Allen, may bring up the fact that the Young Bucks, you know, they kind of started it. The whole two sweets showing up on Monday Night Raw, trying to start a war, you know. Uh, and then we all see what Cody did at um, all, was it all out when he took the sledgehammer and threw it uh, through the throne or beat up the throne and stuff like that. You know, to each his own. Uh, when I see Cody and the Young Bucks do that stuff, it's kind of like, well, more so with Cody. Cody acts like a um, battered ex. Let's call it for what it is. He acts like a battered ex. Even this past Tuesday, I mean, Wednesday on All Elite Wrestling, he even said, you know, this isn't like that company we used to work for. Uh, so, but, you know, Jim Ross, obviously you could tell he's passionate. He's sticking up for his guy, Kenny Omega. Um, he said there's just no reason for him to do that. So I'm wondering where are you guys on that? What do you think about it? Um, later on, the Seth Rollins would reply in the sense where he was taking a picture of him out on a trip and he said, uh, he, well, he replied to a tweet, said he's hanging out, come hang out with him and his very over girlfriend because yeah, that's the part I forgot to include. With the best, the punchline in that was Jim Ross said that maybe he needs to focus and he can hope to get it, you know, get his over as his girlfriend. We all know Seth Rollins is dating the man Becky Lynch. And what he was basically saying is, you're worried about Kenny Omega, but you can't get over like your girlfriend. You're not even, you know, she she's the most over. So, um, he replied like, yeah, come on, hang out with my more than over girlfriend, uh, fiance and I. And somebody said, hey, he's coming at you. And Jim Ross replied, Seth Rollins is, I mean, Becky Lynch is over more than anybody in WWE in his opinion. And Becky will reply, you know, she expressed her gratitude and then said, look, you know, I'll whip your whole divisions behind uh, any day of the week, twice on Sunday. So, you know, the back, the gibber back and forth, I always think is interesting. I would love to see how this would be if the attitude era was going on. You, could you imagine the tweets between WWE and WCW? Um, just the, the click alone, Triple H firing off at Hogan or uh, Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart going at it back and forth. Or Triple H and, uh, you know, maybe X-Pac going back and forth with Eric Bischoff. Or, you know, we got to even say it, the uh, DX and the NWO. Hall and Nash going up against Triple H and Shawn Michaels just via Twitter. The, the beefs they would have, I think that would be very interesting. Uh, one thing we also saw on the internet this week where um, Randy Orton made a mention where he mentioned uh, Chris Jericho, Cody, and... Jericho said something along the lines of like, send me your tape. And, you know, so can you imagine Randy Orton going to AEW? And uh, speaking of Orton, another thing he did was uh, tease the Revival reunion. Um, there was a tweet with um, the Revival tweeting about a picture of good times. And Randy Orton said, you know, you know, it said it'd be nice if we could have a Revival. Um, you know, we could have this again. Randy Orton replied, you know, 2020. You know, is he saying what could happen in an extra draft? Who knows? 
So I thought that stuff was uh, very interesting to say the least. Um, Eric Bischoff, he addressed getting let go from WWE. If you listened to 83 Weeks, you would have heard him talk about it. He said, you know, sure, he's disappointed uh, that he couldn't meet Vince McMahon's expectations, but he's more than grateful for the opportunity. You're not going to find him bashing the company, at least on this part. You know, there's words. I've heard um, rumor and innuendo that Bischoff, and the people weren't happy working under him. Uh, so who knows? He's even, they even have an 83 days shirt to play off the 83 weeks podcast. So, uh, and then a, like a Bischoff moving company will get you there and back. So I thought that was interesting, but it's a good listen to hear him just discuss that whole situation. Doesn't give details because I don't even think he knows why, to be honest. And maybe he does. Who knows? It'd be nice to find out why. And he made it be known that him and Bruce Pritchard, who took over the position, are on good terms, and Bruce is one of his best friends. Um, Dave Meltzer said that Britt Baker's match was perfect and the hometown hero should win, but the match was not good. And you may be like, wait, what does that mean? So if you go back and listen, he was on his uh, show, and he said that while her match um, on Tuesday, I mean, on why do I keep calling it Tuesday? Her match on... Wednesday was good, quote-unquote, with Jamie Hayter. It wasn't... I mean, no, her match was bad, but it was good that they let the hometown hero win and said that WWE needs to stop the formula where the hometown hero gets beat up in there. And, you know, we all see JR get humiliated every time they go to Oklahoma. There are exceptions. Bret Hart won his first WWE Championship in Canada. Again, it was Saskatoon. No, it wasn't Calgary, Alberta, but it was in Canada. Naomi won the WWE Women's Championship at WrestleMania in Orlando, becoming the first black superstar to win a championship at WrestleMania at WrestleMania 33. So there are exceptions. Um, Batista beat The Undertaker. Right in Washington, D.C. So, I understand what he's saying. We'll see. I don't know what they're going to do as far as AEW. How are they going to go about it? Are they going to give people opportunities to win in their hometown? Sure, that would be good, but if they don't, so be it. All right, moving on. Fresh look for Impact. Um, They have a new color scheme. So, I was looking on the internet, and I saw, you know, Impact on Axis. They got a red color scheme. They got Jib Cam. They added the Axis TV logo, a new set. So, I'm interested to see. Like I said, I just wish it wasn't on Axis TV, and I wish it was able. You could find it when it's on Twitch live. I mean, on demand, because sometimes I'm not at my device at 8 o'clock. So, we'll see. Um... And then last, uh, well, no, not last, but um, shout out to Faye Jackson becoming a new pro wrestling magic champion. Congratulations to her. Hashtag wrestling for the culture. And then last but not least, Corey Graves has a podcast coming out. Yes, Corey Graves has a podcast coming out this um, this Wednesday or Tuesday. Um, so I'm excited to see that. He's already got guests lined up, including Triple H and Ric Flair said that, you know, it's going to be raw. It's going to be, you know, they're going to, it's going to be straight up. Um, WWE knows what people are doing. <laughs> We've been doing these podcasts for years. I know the Wrestling Realm has been, we're coming up on our 10th anniversary. So, um, but 
you know, it is what it is. Um, WWE noticed that if you played the video game, WWE 2K, we'll go to 19 when they started adding in the podcast on the game. And, you know, they had one that sound like a Jim Ross podcast. Um, but wrestlers, they've been having their podcast. I mean, like I said, Conrad Thompson, um, you know, we call him the Podfather, has a show with Bischoff, Tony Schiavone, Arn Anderson, Jim Ross, and Bruce Pritchard. That's five days a week. Um, and this is a mortgage guy. Uh, so I'm interested to see what they do with Corey Graves. Remember, this is someone who was supposed to be a WWE superstar. Unfortunately, an injury set him back, and he's been thriving ever since. I think by the time it's all said and done, the next generation won't even know that he was a wrestler unless they tune into the WWE Network and see that he was indeed, I believe he was a tag team champion at one point. But, you know, he, that's, it's, you know, I mean, the cook sometimes is the way things fall and look, come, you know, good for him. You know, I, I want to see what, the, what they do with this podcast. I remember JBL had a show. Unfortunately, they canceled it. They also had, the, you know, kind of like the post-show rundown. It was kind of like a form. It was formatted with Rosenberg from Hot 97. They don't do that anymore. There was the SmackDown. Um, who was it? Oh, man, I forgot the name. Somebody's going to remind me. But it was the SmackDown post-show, essentially. That was cool. Smack talk. Talk is smack. That's what it was. Then they tried raw talk. They then, you know, they got away from that. And talk is smack was really, really good. Don't know why they got away from it. But hey, it is what it is. So um But we'll see. And just in case I uh, get this out before uh they're doing a special one hour encore presentation on Fox for this week's SmackDown following the NFL games. So a special one hour because Fox couldn't, didn't air SmackDown. Instead, it aired on Fox Sports 1. So for fans out there who do not have cable, they only have network television, they will be able to get a one hour condensed version of WWE SmackDown. But ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for this episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Make sure you subscribe to The Wrestling Realm everywhere you get your podcasts. Make sure you tune in this week. Uh, like I said, we got Crown Jewel coming up. Uh, so I want to know what do you think? What are some of your predictions? Are you interested? Will you watch it live? Will you watch it on demand when you get off of work or out of school? Until the next time, folks, I'm Brian H. Waters. So long, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Break It Down with Brian H. Hit the subscribe button and turn on the bell so you get notified every time the Wrestling Realm posts new content.